Welcome to the Behind Their Business Podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community for business owners to connect in called the Confident CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. Welcome back to the Behind Their Business podcast, or if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. Today, my guest and I are going to be talking about the awful culture at her nine to five that led her to building a business and making that jump to full-time entrepreneurship. I know a couple of you listening have been at, well, I would say the majority of you have been in a nine to five at some point or... Um, you are thinking about leaving your nine to five. You're somewhere like in in that vicinity right now. And then we also have those of you listening who have already made that leap to full-time entrepreneurship. So this is going to be a really good topic for pretty much everybody listening. And our guest today is a wife, a mom of two, and an owner of three businesses. So to say she's busy is an understatement. She's worked in corporate, small business, and the startup world, which is something that you guys know I have done too. So we will have a lot to talk about in this interview, but we're going to try to keep it concise and not dive into too many different things. But welcome to the show, Taylor Parker. I am so glad that you are here today. I'm so happy to be here. I cannot wait to dive into this because before we hit record... You said something that was really great. So I want to make sure that we add that back in. But before we do that, can you just tell us, like, take us on a journey where you were a couple of years ago before you started this business and just kind of dive into what was happening at that nine to five? Absolutely. So my husband and I um, have been married nine years. Uh, right before we had our oldest son, who's now four, we started a trucking company together. It's local, just uh, triaxle dump trucks. We run locally here around Nashville, Tennessee. Um, so that was Uh, business number one. Um, So in that, I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. This is going to be great. We had our first son and about six months in, I was going crazy. I was like, I got to do something. I got to have something going on. So I actually went back to uh, a lady I had worked for for a long time off and on. I was about 14 um, in the catering and event space. And um, doing that, I got to learn a lot. I did a lot of her social media as social media became bigger and bigger and bigger pieces of the pie. Um, and through her, I learned a ton. I got to experience and learn and grow, uh, kind of as all the platforms did. Meanwhile, doing events and catering and those kinds of things as well. So, um, I had my second son and, um, he's now two and last year, everything just kind of changed with the pandemic and life 
goals and I turned 30 and I was like this isn't what I want to do all the time I don't want to be away from my kids at nighttime um you know I want I want to take them to school and I want to pick them up and I want to be able to do it but I don't want our lifestyle to be influenced by the fact of income. So um, I started a digital marketing company with a business partner last year. We had a fantastic year. Luckily for us, um, you know, digital marketing exploded during COVID instead of everything else. So we had six figure year last year and did fantastic. And um, after that, my, like I said, my goals, my life, my uh, everything just kind of changed a little bit. So um the culture of the job that I had wasn't necessarily wrong for everyone, but it was wrong for me in that time of life. In this space of life, it wasn't conducive to where I was trying to get to. And um, my husband and I have have goals and, and things as well, but I just wasn't cut out to be that stay-at-home mom or the, the nine-to-five mom. Um, I take my kids to school every day. They go to a half-day preschool. I pick them up at 12. I bring them home. We do schoolwork or whatever, or grandparents days, or we have a nanny a few days a week, but um, getting to all that and moving to all that took me going, this culture isn't, isn't building my goals. It isn't pushing me to where I want to go. So after the digital marketing agency began and took off, I started coaching, business coaching. And that started uh, late last year, early this year, and has been fantastic. I never realized how much I absolutely love helping other people build their dreams. Um, in with that. So I kind of get this broad spectrum right now of everything I love to do. And uh, I've never had this much like clarity of, of loving what I do. Um, so that's where life is right now. And it's fantastic. Um, I love the last, I tell everyone, you know, the last probably 16 weeks of my life uh, were massive changes. I never really thought I would quit that job. I loved it. Um, it was just not conducive to, I couldn't grow uh, my digital marketing agency like I needed to because my time was split and being able to take that time focus and regain some clarity we closed more six-figure contracts in December than we've ever closed so we set ourselves up for a massive 2022 and um, you know all the doors just seemed to open at the right time with that decision so I want to make sure that I'm hearing all of this correctly. So you said that you, so which businesses are you operating now? Are you still operating all three of them? The coaching, the agency? Okay. So all three, the six figure contracts, was that from the trucking business that no, you were? The digital agency. marketing. Yep. Okay, cool. Cool. I just wanted to make sure that I was like on the same page as everything, <laughs> but when you were talking, you said something that really resonated with me. You said, I'm not made to be a stay at home mom and I'm not made to be in a nine to five. And when you said that, I was like, that is me. This, this is me. <laughs> and I know that so many other people are going to relate to that too. Did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah. I love my kids. Like they're my world. My, my two little boys are everything I do. I do for them, but <laughs> I also need, um, I'm not, I'm not the super outgoing one and I'm not super on like public speaking and, and being around people, but I do love helping people build their dream. Um, I do love the strategy of digital marketing. I love having my team in place and knowing that um, I can drop in a project to them and they go and it's always so, so good. Um, I have animate, I run a vid, uh, we do a lot of video work and I have a video animators that are just incredible. Like they send me stuff back and I'm like, my agency did that. Like <laughs> I get so excited about it. So um, yeah, that's, you know, I, 
I need both of those in my life. I, I love my kids and my family and, and our farm and all the things we do with that, but um, I need the business side of it too. No. Yeah. I can relate to that so much because there's some days when I don't really have work to do and I'm just in like stay at home mom mode all day. And I'm like, I could not do this full time. I I, neither. Anyone who is a stay at home mom full time and is not doing anything else. Kudos to you because just like a couple days out of a month and I'm going insane. (laughs) Same. Absolutely Um, the same. Yeah. That's why we have uh, we have somebody who comes a couple days a week. My husband helps a couple days a week while I'm doing some work stuff, but yeah, ugh, it's crazy, crazy. Um, so I would love to know if you can share, do you have any specific examples of like the toxic culture that you were experiencing? Like anything that just kind of like pops into your mind? I think one of the things about essentially a small business, but it happens on the corporate level too women are hard to work with. Like we are hard to work with in groups. And the more you add to it, if there's not absolute structure and leadership in that environment, you know, it runs rampant and it's very easy. Even if that's not your mentality, if that's not your, you know, your default, it's very easy to get wrapped up in things that aren't you, you know, and to, the drama and the talking about people and the things like that. And those aren't conducive to, to anything, you know, you're not building a business. You're not generating sales. You're not, you're wasting brain power on things that don't matter. And, um, I loathe wasted time. So, um, for me, it was just, I think we all as humans look for inclusion. We just want to fit in. We want our tribe and our group of people. And I think at certain times of your life, you outgrow the tribe, the group, the room you're in. And, you know, leaving that group is hard. It's um, emotional a lot of times, especially for females. Um, It's, it's not always great. And a lot of times it's not a happy, clean break either. So that adds to it. So um, understanding and realizing like, Hey, I've outgrown this group and I need to move on is, is obviously a hard place to get to. But once you get to it and once you move on and you find that that next group that supports you and builds you up and encourages you, you know, it's life changing. Uh, I have a I also have a business coach and I'm in some mastermind groups and I sat in one last week and I just made a post on one of my social pages yesterday about, you know, finding your room and finding your group and nothing encourages me more than spending a day with them in a room talking about our businesses and having their input and my business coach, you know, explaining branding looks like in 2021 or from 2021 to 2022 and the things we need to do. And, uh, you know, just that guidance and that level of dedication um, from people around me makes a massive difference. in you know, my headspace, my workflow, um, my clients, the way I approach them. So all of those things, I think, um, I think it's a hard place to get to understanding that, uh, the toxicity. Sometimes it's just you, you know, a lot of people thrive in the environment that, that I left. They love it. It just wasn't the right, wasn't the right fit for me for the season I'm in. No, I, I have so, I have so many thoughts right now, because <laughs> as you were talking, I was imagining my own life while I was in my nine to five. And I was just remembering, like, I would be sitting in my cubicle and there would be people all around us and people will just turn around to complain about something to you. And I'm like, what was the point of that? Like I'm sitting here quiet. I'm not even doing anything. And like, it, just this negativity would just come out of left field or I'd be 
walking down the hall to go to the bathroom and somebody would be complaining about something. So, but like you said, at the time, you don't really think about it that way. It's just, it's just what it is. It's what you know. But once you remove yourself, like you said, I'm also in um, a couple of different masterminds too. And I look so forward to those days because it's always a really positive and encouraging environment to be in. And it makes it exciting to be there, right? Like absolutely find those people who connect with you, who understand you, who understand that it's not crazy to want to have like million dollar businesses, right? Like yep. if I told any of 100%. Them, yeah. 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 If I told any of those former coworkers that I wanted to have a million dollar business, like they would <laughs> laugh at me. Like, yeah. It, I'm, and you know, it's not always former coworkers. It's sometimes family. Like, you know, yes, there's, yes. there's people being an entrepreneur and a business owner, um, it's a lonely world. Like there's not a lot of people. If you're not one, you don't get it. You don't understand the drive. You don't understand the, the sacrifices. You don't understand, you know, it, it all seems so far-fetched to, to the average, you know, person that that's not living this life. So, um, I completely get that. I think one of the biggest things that's not talked about in corporate world right now, and it's becoming more and more prevalent, I know, but it's still not there is culture the culture, the leadership, it's all, I mean, I know that's a big thing right now. It's still not fixed. It's still a problem. Like we're still not doing enough. Corporations are still not doing enough to fix it. Um, it's, it's just, it's not the people don't understand how to lead other people and how to speak to people, how to handle people. Um, it's just, it's a problem. I don't want to share, I have an example of this, but I don't want to share too many details. So let's just say I know somebody, (laughs) I know somebody who works in a very toxic environment and um, the position that they're, the area of the company that they're in, they've worked with this person for many years. This person has been in the company for 20 plus years. And that person was promoted solely to a leadership role, solely for the sake of them being there for so long. Right. But I think that go, kind of goes to your point. Like this person does not know how to lead. Like you have to have specific um, train. Well, I mean, I guess training in some cases, or at least a willingness and an excitedness, if that's even a word, about being a leader, about being in a leadership role, right? Not everybody's meant to be a leader. Not everybody's meant to be a CEO of their business. And if you're not, that's okay. Like nobody's saying that you need to be. Nobody's saying that you need to start a business. It's freaking hard to start a business. <laughs> and it, then, it is super hard to start a it, business. It's hard. You cry a lot. You <laughs> say you want to quit a lot. You think about going back to a nine to five a lot, but at the end of the day, like you were talking about the flexibility and the freedom that you have, it's just unlike anything else. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so what would you say right now to somebody who is in a nine to five or they're in some kind of toxic environment, they want to leave, but they're really scared to do so. And I also want you to talk a little bit about what we were talking about before we started recording about um, just kind of like the time that we're living in right now, because I think that it kind of fits in really well with this. Yeah, I'll be honest. My thing always in coaching and everything is processes and strategies. Um, if you want out, if you're, if you're ready to make the jump, if you're scared, if you're not there financially, whatever you're looking at is get it on paper, get it written out get a plan. If you can't find a coach, if you, you know, find someone who relates and that can sit down and map it out with you, you know, um, if you can adjust the plan, the plan doesn't have to be set in stone, but get something out there, a getting it out of your head, 
always good. <laughs> get it out of there and onto paper. Get it trackable. Get it, you know, make yourself feel better. Hey, hit a milestone. Celebrate the win. Get to the next milestone. Celebrate that win. Small wins add up. Um, every week in my coaching groups, we celebrate wins. Every Monday, we talk about what we're going to do. Every Friday, we follow up and we celebrate it. Doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you walked twice this week. Maybe you made it to school every day with your kids on time. Whatever it is, we celebrate it. Um, those small wins add up and they change your mentality. Um, right now, during you know the great uh, resignation, like we were talking about earlier, the culture, the, the things that we need are changing and developing you during this time, we're finally to a place where we can say, this is what I want my life to look like and do it. And I think that's just massive. Um, the time we're living in, you know, I'm 30. I live outside of Nashville in a really small town. Um, no one ever would have thought I would own three six figure businesses coming into, you know, my 30th birthday, um, here, but having that plan, having that drive, having the strategies, having the people in my life, the right ones to push me, you know, I'm excited to see what 35 looks like. I would say 40, but I'm a little terrified of that number. So, um, I'm excited to see what these milestones look like. Cause I'm only up in my game. I'm, I'm getting in masterminds with, you know, people ahead of me. I'm getting in to bigger groups and people that, you know, if I say I want my businesses are going to be at seven figures by the time I'm 35, they look at me and go, what are you waiting until 35 for? You know, there's not, there's no pushback on that number. It's not crazy to them. So putting yourself in a position to be around people that push you to be better, people that dream and work bigger deals, bigger clients um, are always going to push you. The people you surround yourself with influence you, whether you realize it or not. So if you're in that toxic, um, you know, drama filled uh, environment versus a mastermind group, a coaching group, even just, you know, you don't have to go all out, just join some Facebook groups for like women in whatever your field is, make sure they're the good ones. Don't, there's some terrible ones out there that are just as bad, <laughs> just as toxic, but there's a ton of great ones out there that are just, you know, a group of women or a group of people that want to support you. And they, they're looking for the same things you are inclusion, growth, the life and the dream that they're, they're trying to build. Yeah. And I completely resonate with all of that. And we have a free Facebook group <laughs> in my world too. So Perfect. if you want that place, I am not about negativity. If anything negative is posted, it's gone. Like I, I don't have time for that. I don't have space for that, but there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. Um, I know that you said if you're in that nine to five and you're scared, map it out. And I think when people think about it, they don't realize how close they are to actually reaching their goals. Like once you outline it, you're, you're like, I only need like, let's just say, for example, you are a coaching, you have a coaching business, right? You only need probably like two or three clients to match what you were making at your full-time job like with benefits included. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But people don't think about it that way. They're just like, oh no, it's really big and scary because it's something new. But as we <laughs> that all know, safety net, that safety net is ingrained in us. You know, yep. most people went to public school, some went to private and if you were homeschooled, I'm sure, but, um, I have a whole, a whole topic I do, uh, in a live thing about how the culture of public schools trains us to be employees. And it does, yep. you know, we're it's ingrained in us yes. from the time we start kindergarten or preschool until we graduate that, you know, they essentially break us. They, you know, 
you're told when you can eat, you're told when you can go to the restroom, you're told where to be and at what times and the timelines and the lights and the buildings and like all the things line up, you know, and that was one of the things when I had kids, I was like, you know, my kids don't have to have a nine to five job. And if they're going to learn one thing from their mom, it's going to be, you can be successful and not work for someone else and whatever that looks like. And if they want to work for someone else, that's fine, but they're at least going to understand they don't have to have that nine to five to be successful. And success looks different. I think that's another thing we're learning in 2021, 2022 is success isn't necessarily money anymore. Um, you know, it's time, it's freedom, it's traveling, it's, you know, getting to take your kids to school every day, um, getting to cook dinner every night and be with your kids and your husband or your friends. And all of these things are starting to, to matter. Um, even some of the clients that I'm working on right now are so culture focused. Uh, I love it the the inclusion the drive from them and just their their entire purpose is to push culture change and i think that we're going to see more and more of that as we as we go through this year but in the next couple of years to come mm-hmm. yeah no i i completely agree it's not always about the money and like i can't even tell you when i was in my 9 to 5 i was working like 75 hour weeks and it was terrible. My nervous system was like literally revolting inside of me without me even realizing yeah. it. And now it's like, I work less than 10 hours a week and I make triple what I was making at that night. <laughs> right. Which also, yeah. again, something people don't realize you don't have to necessarily work harder to make more money. Like no, we also need I to- work less now than I ever have. I was, oh, I was raised under the mindset that you work, you're the hardest worker in the room. Yes. And, you know, I worked same thing at, at my my nine to five was a little different than most. I didn't have to be there from nine to five. It was a job, but my hours were all over the place because it was event based. So, um, you know, we would have nothing Monday through Wednesday, but Thursday through Sunday, we might work 15 to 20 hour days. So it just depended on it, on what was happening. And, you know, I just outgrew it. And, um, like I said, just cause it was toxic to me and you may be in the same place just cause it's toxic to you at the time doesn't mean you know, the people are bad, that the job is terrible. Um, I think there's all, any business, mine included, has places to improve. Um, you know, some people's are culture, some people are processes, some people are financial, like whatever that, whatever that works out to, we all have places to grow always. Um, but I think sitting down, taking a deep dive of yourself and going, Hey, what are my goals? You know, three months, six months, one year, five years and map it out. I, check in with my goals far too often, probably. Um, Every Sunday I sit down and I have just a process and I go through all of my social media for the week and make sure everything my team has done, I'm good with, even though I've already approved it once, I double check it all. Um, I pre-plan my meals for the week for my family. I make sure we do grocery runs. We have most everything delivered in these days, but we make sure everything's here for all of that. And I check in with my financial and my goals and uh, I have spreadsheets for everything, but uh, I check in with those every week and I have, you know, tabs at the bottom. I've got short term, one year, five year, 10 year. And uh, my husband and I spend 15 minutes every Sunday while my kids are taking a nap. And that's what we, we go through those. And we're like, okay, you know, we've done X amount this week, next week. Do we anticipate anything changing? Maybe not. Maybe those five, 10 years are staying the same, but we're, we're making sure we're moving in the right direction. And I think that's the biggest thing you can do for yourself is understanding your goals, understanding your desires and your dreams and what you want your ideal life to look like, and then mapping it out and, you know, making small, um, 
goals of setting them, hitting them, celebrating them, and then making the next one. We are all about building our businesses around our lives over here. So I am so glad that you are on board with that mission. And I feel like we were like lost at birth or something. I feel like we're the same person. It's very strange. We, we very all, well could be. I know. All of the things you were saying, I was just like, that would have come out of my mouth. That would have come <laughs> out of my mouth. So yes, you said it all so well. That was that such a good conversation. And I feel like I could just talk to you for days and days and days about all of this. But before we wrap up, I want to, you kind of just touched on this, but I know that you have a lot of things going on, just like most people do, especially moms. So I just want to know what does a quote unquote traditional like week or day kind of look for you? Like, how do you make sure that you're your most productive self? And I know you touched on like dropping the kids off, planning things out, starting on Sundays. But do you want to just like dive into that and give some like tangible tips for people who are kind of like overwhelmed and freaking out right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, <laughs> I make a schedule. I do not like when my schedule gets adjusted, but it happens far more than I like, especially owning three businesses. Um, my sons go to a uh, eight to 12 preschool every day that's close here. It's a Montessori school that we absolutely love. Um, they go there every day, Monday through Friday. So I spend the first three hours or so of that time, um, usually at a coffee shop, Panera, Starbucks. I have an office, but I honestly like the others a little bit better. Um, so I spend spend three hours there most days, just working through whatever's on the list. Um, I have a team built for my digital agency that handles almost everything. Um, I, I spend probably less than five hours a week managing. Um, a lot of my time is spent on calls, new clients, onboarding, that kind of stuff. Um, that's when most of that happens. Um, I come, I bring them home uh, around noon every day and I, I block off two days a week to spend with them. Two days, I don't do anything else. Um, those afternoons are spent with them. They go, we go to a park or trampoline park or whatever, whatever weather permitting allows. Uh, we try to get outside, move as much as possible. And then the other three, we have a nanny that comes and stays with my son still four. So she's usually here from one to four and uh, I spend those hours in my office here and those are usually spent coaching calls. And um, I don't do a whole lot for our trucking company anymore. Thank goodness I've outsourced most of it, but I still handle payroll and I still handle some attack, uh, tax and accounting stuff. So uh, that, that fits in on those days as well. But um, you know, I, we do a lot of video work. Sometimes I'm on site for that. Sometimes I'm not. We do a lot of live streaming around the country uh, for conferences and things like that. So I usually travel to those, um, but I have a fantastic support system here with my husband, my father, my uh, the nanny that stays with our boys. So uh, they all make it make it possible. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And yes, having a support system so crucial. Whether it's somebody that you're paying, or even a school that you're dropping kids off at, or if it's family, if you're lucky enough to have family around you. So um, this has been. Yeah, this has been a really good conversation. Thank you for taking the time to be here and talk to everybody. So if they want to connect with you, where's the best place to do that? Yeah, so it's Taylor Parker Coaching on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and uh, my website's just taylorparkercoaching.com. And that's, uh, that's for everything. There's digital marketing link there. We do small business um, up to giant global corporations. So we have a you know division for whatever. Um, coaching is, is probably the newest thing on my plate, but it's probably my passion project right now. It's the thing I love to do. So uh, it's just Taylor Parker coaching on all platforms. Amazing. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And we're going to link yeah. to all of that in the show notes as well. So thank you awesome. again for being here.
Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at behindtheirbusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.